You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Hoosiers? It is Thursday, September 2nd. This is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily source for IU Athletic News. I am your host, as always, Jacob Rude. Thank you, all of you, for making this part of your day. We are almost there. We are two days away. I hope you're as excited as I am because I cannot wait for Saturday afternoon to see the Hoosiers back on the field. Today, we will be talking plenty of football. We want to get you fully ready for Saturday's game. We have some quotes from a whole host of people to catch up on. Coaches, players, all sorts of people that have spoken this week. We are going to also look at the position groups for IU and rank them a little bit and uh, get a sense of really how talented this team is as I put those rankings together. And then we have some odds and ends stuff on the back end, uh, some basketball recruiting news, talk a little bit about the Hoosiers in the NFL this season now that cuts and practice squad signings are finalized. Uh, Before we do that, Make sure you guys are checking out Rock Auto, where there's amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. As always, you can find the Locked On Hoosiers podcast wherever you guys listen to your favorite podcast, probably where you are listening to them now. While you're over there, subscribe, leave a rating and review. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers. At, uh, on Instagram at Locked On Hoosiers. Locked On Podcast Network right now also wants to hear what makes Hoosier fans the best. We quote tweeted it last night with our own example with the Crimson Guard for the fan section for IU soccer games, but certainly that is not the only example. So head on over there. I quote tweeted the tweet uh, on Wednesday evening. Reply. Let us know what makes Hoosiers fans the best in the nation. Be sure to get involved in that conversation. Let's jump into it with the IU football kind of quote roundups from their press conferences this week. Some of them came a little earlier in the week. Some of them came on Wednesday. Decided to wait and just kind of group it all together instead of spreading it out throughout the week. Just going to drop a couple notable things from each of them. One or two things really uh, that I thought was notable from each of their press conferences. First up, we have Nick Sheridan, offensive coordinator, QB coach. Um, Talked about how they handle the uh, first handful of plays in the game, whether they're scripted or not. He said it's something that the coaches get together with. They collab with the quarterback, obviously Mike Penix in this case. They script the first 10 or 15 plays, but he said that they're pretty flexible in how they do that. It's not something they strictly stick to, which is a little bit different than maybe how uh, others approach it. Talked about the run game, had a great quote about um, we've heard the improvement that the offensive line has made and how they want to have a better run game. But his quote was simply, talk is cheap. Uh, They'll find out this week against an Iowa defense that's perennially one of the top ten in the nation. But spoke about liking the experience the offensive line has. A lot of those guys have been together and had starting experience for a couple years running now. Uh, You would hope that leads to better results than last season in the run game. 
on Mike Penix in his, uh, not necessarily injury, but his recovery, his comeback was a big focus for everyone as it has been the whole preseason. Sheridan said, quote, you see the same Penix. Uh, he's good to go after practicing against IU's defense. He was asked if there was like a moment when he knew Penix was back. He said there wasn't any specific moment, but rather his two performances in the scrimmages that they knew then that he'd be back and he would be fine. Charlton Warren, defensive coordinator, uh, spoke about some of the challenges that Iowa presents because of how many different formations they will line up in, how many different packages they have, how quickly and kind of seamlessly they'll go from one package to the other. Not your typical type of offense. That being said, this should be a great challenge for an IU defense that they've talked about. Tom Allen's talked about wanting to be top 10 in the nation. They have a ton of talent there. Uh, Ty Freifogel talked about just kind of acknowledge the fact that this was a chance at a statement win or a statement game for Iowa and that they've talked about that and are aware of that, that they are focused on themselves. Micah McFadden talked about Ryder Anderson and Jaron Handy, the two transfers on the defensive line, says that they've brought size, leadership, and experience to the team. Also had an interesting quote about uh, not making mistakes taking care of the small things and uh, not having any uh, kind of scripts or anything. His quote was, the Hoosiers don't beat the Hoosiers, which is something the coaches have been telling the team this season. I just really like that quote. Mike Penix uh, talked about his injury. You could tell he's, he's tired of talking about it. We'll certainly learn on Saturday where he's at. But uh, the question was kind of how he trusts his knee. And more of a mental than a physical. We know that's a hurdle that you have to clear as well. It's uh, easy to rehab and whatnot, but kind of the first time you plant that knee and have to uh, cut back on it is when you find out how much you trust it. He said, I trust my knee. I trust that everything's okay. I'm 100% confident that I'm going to have a great season this year. So nothing but strong words from him. Talked about dealing with expectations. Uh personally or individually this season said I've been playing football since I was five years old the game of football is football you're trying to score if you're on offense if you're a quarterback you're trying to throw to receivers talked about having the offense make plays just a simplified way to look at this uh, all this pressure that he will be under all this this spotlight honestly he's going to be under this year we talked a lot about him kind of being the face of this turnaround for the Hoosiers in the last couple seasons. Lastly, Taiwan Mullen. I uh, thought he had an interesting quote about Marcelino McCrary Ball, who is in his sixth season, his final season in Bloomington. Uh, quote, he's a great leader out there. We're glad to have him back. He's going to be a great help to the team. I think all Hoosier fans are excited to see him back this year after missing most of last season. It's going to be interesting to see how he performs this year. It was touch and go at times a little bit with his playing time in the last couple of seasons. He wasn't a three down safety necessarily. So IU has some depth there. They have guys who played in those positions the last couple seasons. So we will see how they handle that. If Marcelino can step up ton of information there for you guys, ton of quotes and whatnot. I think the overwhelming theme from the pressers this week has been just the confidence this team has 
from the coaches to the players. This is a group that uh, is accepting the challenge that they have. I don't think this is a group that is content with breaking through last year. That's been the word Tom Allen used forever. The word he uses now is chase to let them know that kind of this this race isn't done or this nothing's been accomplished yet just because they had a breakthrough. So I'm excited. Team feels like they are focused, but we will find out a lot on Saturday. Speaking about how much talent this team has, I thought it'd be interesting just to break down and rank the, the position groups, the three levels on, or I guess four levels on offense and the three levels on defense. So we will jump into that in just a moment. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain or auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure getting out, traveling during a pandemic, going to an auto parts store just for them to ultimately order the part from their warehouse? You can do that yourself at rockauto.com. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Uh, why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. We've talked throughout the preseason about the talent this Hoosier team has. At times, we've talked about specific uh, positions. So I thought it'd be interesting just to sit down and look and rank the seven position groups. Obviously, offensively, you have the quarterbacks, the running backs, the receivers, and the offensive line. Defensively, you have the defensive line, the linebackers, and the secondary. You could potentially group just the backfield all together. I didn't. I don't know that it would change too much uh, based on kind of where I've ranked them. But I would say, without question, the most impressive group Indiana has this season is the secondary. I'm not going to dive into them because we talked with Mike Miller about that on Tuesday's episode. So if you want to hear about the secondary, go head over there and listen to Tuesdays. But they have an All-American. They have a ton of returning talent. They're number one. I would say second is the quarterbacks. Uh, not just Mike Penix, who obviously has a ton of talent, ton of expectations, but also a track record of being incredibly talented. And we saw the last couple seasons that he, at his best, can be one of the best quarterbacks in the conference and in the nation. We've also seen a guy like Jack Tuttle come in last season and step up in a really tough spot, pick up a huge road win at Wisconsin, and then uh, admirably kind of fill that hole on a second's notice. I think he's improved this year, so I think that uh, the, just those two alone make this a really talented group. One name that has come up a lot during fall practice, just for how impressive he has been, has been the third string quarterback out of uh, Indianapolis, Donovan McCauley from Lawrence North. He seems like the uh, the guy waiting in the wings. I don't think he's going to ever get to the second string spot this year. But depending on how things play out, 
in an ideal world, Mike Penix has a huge season, potentially goes to the NFL. Donovan McCauley is going to be knocking on that door for uh, getting some reps potentially next season or whenever his time comes, he's going to be a special talent. I would say there's a little bit of a gap to the next grouping, which is the linebackers. It's a little harsh on the linebackers because in this instance, I kind of took into account the fact that linebackers aren't that uh, I don't want to say important. They are important to Tom Allen's defense, but there's only two of them that are getting on the field at, at once. They play five secondary uh, with that Husky positions, kind of a hybrid. Uh, it's typically filled by a safety who plays a little bit of linebacker, but I it, most of the time you just have two linebackers on the field. I would put them sec or excuse me third in the position group rankings. You obviously have Micah McFadden. Cam Jones is going to start alongside him. You have some other names. Uh, Thomas Allen potentially could play this year. Uh, he obviously had that pretty pretty tough injury last season. Uh, there are a host of guys available there, but it's obviously a pretty top-heavy group. But two really, really important names in McFadden and Cam Jones at the top of that those are two really talented guys and that alone makes this a really talented group after that honestly this speaks about how good the depth and talent is on this team i have wide receivers fourth now you could make a case for them being third you could honestly make a case for them potentially even being second i think i think from a raw talent aspect there is a ton of it with this team or with this uh, position grouping. I'm just waiting on them to kind of prove it a bit. Obviously, Ty Freifogel is proven. After that, there's a lot of question marks. Miles Marshall played last season, but he was more the third option, uh, maybe at times a fourth option behind Peyton Hendershot. If you group Peyton Hendershot into this, then this certainly uh, is a group you can make a case for being higher. Hendershot had a bit of a down season last year. So really, I rank these guys lower because you still just kind of have to prove some things. DJ Matthews and Cameron Buckley are two transfers we've heard a fair bit about. They could very easily come in, have huge starts to the season, and make this possibly the best group uh, offensively for the Hoosiers. There's some names that are going to... Be interesting to watch this season outside of Matthews, Buckley, obviously Fry Fogel, uh, Miles Marshall, Javon Swinton made a couple big plays last year. Uh, you have a freshman in Jaquez Smith. We've seen in the past that the coaching staff isn't afraid to throw a younger player out there. I mean, we saw Javon Swinton as a true freshman last year making big plays. Uh, so I think potentially you could see Jacques Smith out there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. And the aforementioned Hendershot, obviously, it's going to be an interesting season for him. He uh, hit two years ago, had a huge season. Last year did not. He's a captain this season. Seems to have bounced back from his legal issues during the offseason um and has really committed himself on the football field so it's going to be interesting to see 
he has a back bounce back year that is going to be big. Next up, I think there's a pretty big gap between wide receivers and the final three running backs. Again, now not a particularly deep group and one that, again, has some questions. Steven Carr, we've heard a lot of good things about, but he is a transfer, so we don't really know what we're getting there. Tim Baldwin is, I mean, another example of a guy that I threw in uh, despite his youth last season. He had the big game against Maryland. Um we don't really know what to expect after that. David Ellis is a little bit more of a known commodity. He's a running back, wide receiver. Uh, outside of that, it's going to be interesting if they go to a third down or a third back after that because you potentially have some freshmen that could step up. Charlie Spiegel obviously was a big name out of New Pal just for his exploits in college. Trent Howland's a true freshman. David Holloman's a true freshman. So I'm not really sure what the Hoosiers have outside of Carr, Baldwin, and Ellis, who's actually hurt right now as well. If he's healthy, that gives him three legitimate options with Ellis being a great third down back. Outside of that, there's some questions to be answered. I don't know that they'll need to answer them this season. Carr and Baldwin and Ellis might be enough, but we saw, we've seen before how quickly injuries can shape things. The last two, I'm sure you guys are can tell, are going to be on either side of the line. I put the defensive line for or above the offensive line. Uh, the it's it really I honestly don't know that there's much of a difference between the two. The two have similar issues that are going to need to be fixed. In that neither were particularly productive last season. The defensive line more so but they lost their top player, so it's it's going to be uh, tough for them. Ryder Anderson we mentioned, Jaron Handy we've heard about, James Head Jr. we've heard. I mean, th- there are names that we know about. Weston Kramer sounds like he's going to factor in another transfer from Northern Illinois. There's guys there that could potentially contribute, but this is another group that is going to need to prove it after some... I, I don't I don't really know how to categorize their play last year because the defense was really good, but they just didn't get a ton of production statistically from the defensive line. So it'll be interesting to see how they uh, bounce back maybe this season and whether they are able to maintain a, a great defense even with that or if that defensive line steps up. Last group is the offensive line, which has a lot of questions after last season, the run game was virtually non-existent for good chunks of last season. And really against any good team, the run game was entirely non-existent. That fell almost directly on the offensive line. And as uh, Coach Sheridan said during his press conference, talk is cheap. There's been talk about them improving, but you can say all the right things. You got to produce at some point. There are some names there that are interesting. Zach Carpenter, the transfer from Michigan. Dylan Powell, the transfer from Stanford, was here last season. Uh, You got Cameron Knight. There are names that uh, the Hoosiers have had around for a while, and they talked about that experience being a factor. It's time to to kind of put up or shut up. And uh, Caleb Jones is another one. This is a group that really needs to have a bounce back season more than anybody else. And if they're able to do so, then potentially the Hoosiers are going to have an even more dynamic offense that 
will really help ease the pressure on Mike Penix in that receiving group. Let me know what you guys think. Is that the ranking you would have gone with? Would you move anyone around? Did I miss anyone? Uh, let me know. As we mentioned, tweet at us, anything like that, to tell me where I screwed up. But I love to hear from you guys on this type of stuff. We will catch up on a couple other tidbits of information in this final second, including a top 2023 prospect uh, narrowing his list down and including Indiana. So we'll we'll be back in just a moment. It's that time of year again where all eyes are turning to the gridiron with football coming back. As always, BetOnline's your number one spot for pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, both open now at BetOnline. You can head over there now, whether on your computer or mobile device. Use the promo code LOCKEDON to sign up today and get a 100% welcome bonus. You can also use... The promo code NFL100 to take advantage of the opening day super promo where you make a bet on Thursday, September 9th's season opener between the Bucks and Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only. The promo code again, NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts couple more things here before we get you guys out of here and get move one day closer to the start of the season. Caleb Glenn, a 2023 four-star small forward, narrowed his list down to four schools. Uh, he's out of Louisville, so shocker, Louisville's on the list. The Hoosiers are also in the Final Four. Tennessee and Texas A&M are your other two. He's taken unofficial visits to IU and Louisville. Told Tipton edits about Indiana. I got to meet coach Mike Woodson and the rest of the staff. They have a really good staff. Most of them could be head coaches anywhere else. Woodson's trying to get Indiana back to where it was and get that NBA style going. I think that would fit me well too. It's interesting he mentioned the NBA style. That seems to be a reoccurring theme and something that is appealing to the recruits. Uh, Now being successful with that style will be the next challenge. As I mentioned, he took those unofficial visits to IU in Louisville. He has an official visit to IU on October 2nd. Also mentioned that reclassification to 2022 was a possibility, but it wasn't something he was seriously considering right now. As we mentioned when talking about Jalen Hood Shafino's commitment, I don't know how much room the Hoosiers would have in the 2022 class, so I wouldn't be surprised if he stayed in 2023 if he commits there, but I think we're pretty far away from that happening. Also of note, the NFL cut their rosters down this week before the start of the season. Not a great day, not a great preseason for the Hoosiers in that regard. So we will have eight Hoosiers on the on NFL rosters this season. Roger Saffold, definitely the longest tenured among them, entering his 12th year his third season with the Titans. Nick Westbrook, also with the Titans. Uh, Tevin Coleman is with the New York Jets. It's his seventh year in the league, first season with the Jets. He's probably going to have the most production out of all the IU players this season. It's a bit of a down year. I think we were spoiled by Tevin and Jordan Howard being kind of top backs for a while. Neither of those guys are in that position anymore, but Tevin looks to be in the rotation in the backfield for the Jets. 
Ian Thomas is back with the Panthers for his fourth season. Brandon Knight is with the Cowboys. Jason Spriggs is with the Falcons for his sixth year, his first with Atlanta. And Jamar Johnson, who we talked about the Hoosiers will certainly be missing this year. He was the fifth-round choice with the Broncos and made the roster. A whole host of guys, as we mentioned, got waived. Nate Sudfeld was waived but signed to the 49ers practice squad. Jordan Howard was released by the Eagles but signed with their practice squad. Same with Wes Martin in Washington. Tigray Scales was released by the Browns. Uh, He started camp with the Steelers. It was his first NFL action since 2020. Wap Fillier was an undrafted free agent with the Vikings. Though he certainly made some highlights, he did not make the final 53-man roster, but he is on their practice squad. Stevie Scott was released by the Broncos. He's bounced around a little bit this preseason. Uh, Jovan Swan was cut by the Ravens. Uh, Then you have a couple guys who were cut earlier in the process. Harry Kreider by the Eagles last week. Um, Robert McRae by the Lions last week. And then Jerome Johnson was cut earlier in the month. As I said, not a ton of players out there for the Hoosiers this season, but it's still better than nothing, and uh, it's certainly trending in the right direction overall. will be interesting to watch, especially Tevin, see if Nick Westbrook can get some more action this year and see if a guy like WAP can work his way from the practice squad to the 53-man roster. That'll do it for us today. We will have everything you need to know ahead of Saturday's game and tomorrow's episode. All the details, everything you guys need to know. We will get you your last-minute stuff tomorrow. We are also going to be on Friday's episode of Locked on Big Ten talking about the game. So head on over there. Let uh, Make sure you guys are subscribed. Make sure you guys are subscribed to us. There's tons of content right now is basically what I'm saying. Uh, there's everything you could need leading up to Saturday's kickoff. Wherever you guys want it, it's on the Locked On Podcast Network. Leave a rating and review while you guys are subscribing to our podcast if you haven't already. It helps us out a ton. And then, as I mentioned with all the content, there's Locked On Bets as well, which is the new podcast on the pl- or with the podcast network, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. They have daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, uh, and then Lee Sterling's lock of the day. So head on over there. It's available wherever you guys get your podcast. You guys know the drill. I'm not I'm not telling you anything you don't know. So have a great Thursday, everybody. We We are one day closer to the start of the season. So make sure you have a great day. And Elio.